Today is Tuesday, September 15th, 2020. My name is Joe Batance, and I am the host of this Joe Batance right here on Afterthought Media. It's going to be uh, a kind of sentimental one today. Uh, we'll talk about that after the break. Uh, it's going to be cute. I don't know if cute's the right word. Sentimental. And it's all right here on this Joe Batance, right here on Afterthought Media. At the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of This Joe Batanz. And today we're doing a This Joe Batanz for September 15th, 2020. Tuesday, September 15th, 2020. I gotta tell you, Bobby is in a lot of pain right now. It's what's really weird about my sciatica is it only really acts up at night. Uh, I'm gonna go to sleep. Actually, as soon as I lay down or go in a recliner, uh, it eventually goes away, okay? I was getting a little worry, not real worry, because, uh, but more like, ugh, like that kind of worry, because, not Joe hypochondria worry, just whatever, because when I was actually looking up sciatica symptoms... They didn't seem to match what I was experiencing. Well, it did, but like they were saying, for instance, that their sciatica pain is worse in the morning and blah, 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 blah. And that's not my experience at all. Uh, when I wake up in the morning, I feel really good. I feel great, actually. Um, and then as the day progresses, it's, it's still pretty good, but around the mid afternoon evening, I think as I start to get tired or something, as I walk around more or I've sat down or something, uh, then that's when it starts to end by the night. If I haven't taken care of it, I'm in just incredible amounts of pain. But like I said, it's easily taken care of. Uh, right now I'm in the recliner in the office. By the time this Joe Batanz finishes, the pain will have diminished significantly. I really just get the pain from sitting in chairs. That's really where it comes from or from standing. So I love how I said there's going to be a sentimental one. I'm going to use up most of the time talking about my sciatica. I just gotta start calling this show "Old Person Bitches." That's what it is. Old person bitches about being old. Um, but uh, it, 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 so I on a website when I was shopping for it because this office chair is just killing me, crushing me. Right? It's I, I can't sit in this office chair. This office chair is no good. I'm probably going to give it to Lori. I think the office chair is not bad. I because I, I know you might be thinking, ugh, the office chair is killing Joe, so now he's going to give it to Lori. But I think um, it's an office chair actually meant for big and tall people. But I think the emphasis is on tall, and I think the problem is I'm too short for the chair, which is not good for my back. So I'm, I'm going to see if Lori wants it because, you know, Lori is about five inches taller than I am. And uh, maybe it might be better for her uh, because, yeah, it's it's literally, I think, 
ever since I got the chairs, which caused the problems. So, um, I, I am shopping for a seat. I saw something. So the actual seat that I wanted, that I really want, but it's so weird. I, I read up on this so much. I think the best thing I think would be one of the, have you ever seen the, I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're actually kind of hard to yeah, just put in Google standing desk kneeling chair or something. I don't know what they're actually called. And it's this desk that essentially forces you to kneel, but it takes the pressure off your back and I, and it puts you in the perfect position for the circulation through your legs. Because I think what's essentially happening is that the way I'm sitting is cutting off the circulation to my legs and I'm getting pain or it's pinching a nerve or who knows what. And I think that will really, really help. But I read an article right before I almost bought one um, that said... People over like 250 pounds, which breaking news, if you're not in fat camp, I am, uh, should not be, but even Taylor is, should not use these uh, kneeling chairs, not because they, they can't build them to hold them, they can, but because the when you're that heavy, um, it puts too much pressure on your knees and actually can cut off circulation. It's actually, so, so what's funny is it's meant for light people who have circulation problems i don't know what it's for so i guess when i lose enough weight i can get one of these kneeling chairs so the one i'm getting tomorrow i'm getting, i just bought a chair is a saddle chair i bought it but i bought it with the proviso that i can take it back the, the proviso was for myself so i bought it on amazon and it has a money back guarantee um and, and i found a saddle chair that will uh, hold actually the one I have hold up to four hundred and fifty pounds. I don't weigh anywhere close to that. And uh, and so the one complaint I've seen about this chair got that I got specifically. Everyone loves the chair. Uh, and so well, by the way, just to describe the chair, a saddle chair is exactly what you think it is. You use them in nail salons and sometimes your doctor might use them in the doctor's office, but they're essentially, um, a saddle on a stool. There's a saddle and it forces your legs. Again, your legs are allowed to, you know, go at this correct angle that allows for circulation and for you to, uh, have the legs where you need them to be. And so, um, yeah, so I'm thinking that might work. But now I'm thinking about why don't I just get one of those exercise balls? Anyway, if it does, well, anyway, so the one complaint on Amazon, people are like, oh, it, it, it's, it, it's not very comfortable. Like it made my crotch hurt and stuff like that. I'm like, oh God. And so people are like, just go through the pain. You get used to it. So we'll see. I can only put up with so much, you know. Um, all right, let's get to the topic. Enough about my sciatica pain, but it's just, you know, when, when, when your pain is happening, it's, it's, that's what's on your mind. Uh, okay. So, Adam Vaught's grandma, and, and you know, it's so funny, you guys just, you know, heard an Adam Vaught episode at the beginning of this Jobatance week, and now we're going to end the week of this Jobatance with an Adam Vaught story. So, Adam Vaught's grandma, her name is Juanita. Okay, she's ninety-two years old, and uh, just like the good old American, like literally, like if you made a grandma, an American grandmother, 
it would be Adam's grandma Juanita. White lady, I know her name's Juanita, so you would think, oh, her, you know, that's like a, a Latina name. Nope, Juanita, and came from the Dust Bowl in Oklahoma in the 20s with her family. She's 92, and settled in Orange County, lived in Orange County for most of her life, grew up at the school in Orange County. She was a little kid when they came from Oklahoma and the Dust Bowl. She's, she's literally one of the Grapes of Wrath people, you know, the Dust Bowl people who came to California to escape the dry plains of the Oklahoma. And, uh... The Okies from Muskogee. I just made, I know I didn't make that up. I don't know what the, if that has to do with him. And very, very, very nice lady. Uh, I got to meet her, I think probably about 15 years ago. It's somewhere between 10 and 15 years ago. I got to know her because Adam Vaught would take me to, uh, these, um, Tuesday night dinners she used to host. Okay. So in that time, she's her mid to late seventies. And his grandfather was alive at the time. And, uh, it, you know, her brothers would show up and it'd be like a big family thing, a Tuesday night dinner. And it's very like stick to your ribs, American food. Like again, she was just so American. Like if you want to see, um, if you, like, you know, the kind of American grandmother you see on television, that was Juanita. And, uh, so like you'd go to these Tuesday night dinners, it'd be like meatloaf with mashed potatoes and green beans and cornbread. And, you know, just, you just get stuck in the pie afterwards, you know, for dessert, like, or cookie, like oatmeal cookies. It's just like, oh no, she used to make this ooey gooey butter cake. Uh, I don't know if you ever had that. That's pretty good. Not necessarily good for you, but good. Definitely good. And, uh, yeah, she, so she, uh, she, she was a lunch lady uh, and then retired from that. And, um, that was sort of her, uh, thing. And so I got to know her. And then also, uh, she found out my parents have a, a very, a fig tree that produces a lot of figs, too many figs, actually. And, um, uh, hopefully this recording did not stop. Um, and so, uh, she, I would often, every year grab as many figs as I could and take her some, a, a huge amount of figs uh, and then sit and chat with her for a bit. And um, they have a Christmas dinner at her house every year. And Adam and I see each other every Christmas day. And up until this last one saw a star Wars movie on Christmas day. That was our, sort of our tradition. And then we would go to his house for Christmas dinner at his grandma's house and uh, it was a good time. And so on Adam's birthday last year, and if you remember on my birthday is when I found out my grandparents got really, really ill and they were taken to the hospital and might die and then eventually did die, but not on my birthday. Adam's birthday goes without a hitch. Everyone's, yay, Adam, there's a big Zoom call for him. This was like a week ago. And then the next day, uh, it turns out uh, his grandmother was rushed to the hospital Uh her lips had turned blue. She did not have COVID. I'll, I'll spoil that for you right now. But his family kept the news for him because they didn't want to ruin his birthday. So they told him the next day and they were beside themselves. And uh, But then it was like, oh, wait, she's getting better. And they moved her out of the intensive care unit to uh, a regular room. And I talked to her on the phone. And and it was all this stuff, right? And look, she was getting better, and then she took a turn for the worse. And anyway, just to uh, put a cap on this story, 
Well, you know, the other day Adam Vought called me. So Adam Vought is now in Washington, D.C. and uh, has a job out there. Uh, but he gets off at like 3.30. So uh, usually I don't get calls for him till after uh, 12.30, my time here on the West Coast. And... um but he got, he called me the other day while I was uh, working out. Well, my phone was off, but when I looked after when I was working, he called me like at eleven thirty, and I was like, "Oh no!" And I called him. I like he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And I was like, "Oh my god, don't scare me like that!" And he was like, "Oh no, 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 sorry, sorry, no, we just got off early today." And then this morning he called me, and I was just like, "Oh, that's not good," because <laughs> he's usually at work, you know. And I was like, "Hello," and he was like, "Hey, um." My grandma passed away this morning. And so, uh, yeah, it was very, very sad to hear that uh, Juanita passed away this morning at the age of 92. She was a very, very good woman, an amazing woman, always made me feel welcome in the home, always liked to just stuff my face. She liked me very much, and uh, it's really sad. So anyway, a few years ago, Adam's mom and... So, Adam's grandma, they called her Grandma Nita. So for Grandma, instead of Juanita, Grandma Nita. And, uh, and she was Adam Vought's dad's mom. And Juanita Vought. And, uh, but Adam's mom, her daughter-in-law, and, um, I think some of, uh, Adam's aunts, his dad's sisters, Got together and worked with Juanita, Grandma, Grandma Nita, to, uh, compile a cookbook. Okay. And they made only like, they made a couple hundred copies of this cookbook and they sold it. And I bought one. Okay. Now I have to be honest with you. I bought one to be nice. I've never cooked out of the book. And, uh, but I've had it in my bookshelf and it's just like, uh, whatever. So, uh, when Adam told me the news, I said, you know what? For dinner today, I'm going to make something out of that cookbook. And so I did. I made, um, they had, I just picked it and okay, once again, I have to remember, I have to make something for a child. I'm not the child. My mom's the child. My dad eats like a child. Okay. So I got what, what flavor profiles will my father, the child, uh, uh, appreciate, you know? So, um, I made these, uh, chicken and rice stuffed cheesy, uh, poblano peppers. Uh, they're essentially just chili rellenos. Chili relleno, by the way, in Spanish just means stuffed chili. Actually, the best way to think about it is a stuffed bell pepper, but instead of using a bell pepper, it's a poblano pepper. And it was shredded chicken and white rice and uh, tomatoes and onions and garlic, a bunch of seasonings. You stuff them in the, you know, you, have to, you know, you have to roast the poblano peppers and peel them. It's a whole drama thing. And then you stuff them in there. Then you broil it. Then you put some cheese and you broil it again. And it's just, it, oh, there was cheese mixed in it too. There's cheese everywhere in this thing. And uh, yeah, I had we I made that for dinner. They're a big hit. What's really funny is they were beautiful looking uh, in person. I kept trying to take a glamour shot with my phone, but for some reason, maybe it was the art, the lighting. 
Uh, you know, it's just a house light, you know, kitchen, fluorescent kitchen. No, we don't have fluorescent lights in the kitchen. It was this kitchen light. I don't know. They just didn't look very appetizing in the photos. But um, the reality was that they looked very good in real life. I just, I, the, I couldn't get a photo to capture how good they looked. So I probably won't, pun- I probably won't publish those pictures. Uh, but I'll talk about it on Instagram. So when you see it on Instagram, now you know the whole backstory uh, of that. Uh, just to give you a couple of... So anyway, RIP Juanita, you are a good woman. I know Adam's going to miss you very much. And uh, I'm glad I got to know you. And I, I, will say, I will say, my father liked the food. Uh, it passed muster, you know. So... um Anyway, uh, there's that. Um, then, oh, just let me see. Any Aiden updates? No, we're doing great. Um, you know, Lori said the other day privately on the phone, she said, you know, uh, this is the first time, and you know, there's different, different, there have been different versions of my relationship with Aiden. And she said, this is the first time that I've really felt like this feels real. And so one of the things that I told her, and I think we maybe actually talked about this on uh, Genius Parade or somewhere, I don't know, or Drag Race Thailand, who knows. I told her is, you know, um, I think that it's because... And this is gross that I'm saying this, but because Aiden's grown up so much. And I think the uh, other versions of Aiden, he wasn't as comfortable with his sexuality. So I think people might have the, the um, or I shouldn't say sexuality, because not in terms of his gayness. He was a very proud gay man, just in terms of his sexual, his his. He just wasn't comfortable, I guess, in his own sexual skin as a sexual being. And so uh, I think we in previous versions of a relationship, it was very almost innocent. And we never talked about that stuff. And uh, But now it's something he's very comfortable talking, very comfortable bringing up. And there's a very... Um, there's a, a, a sex, a sexual energy is a big part of our relationship. And, uh, yeah, I think it's changed things into a more real territory. Cause Laura even said it feels more like a long distance relationship now than it ever has. And, uh, I agree with her. I think, uh, it's, 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 you know, just, uh, yesterday, I think I talked about this on the show. He called me Bobby and, uh, I was just fucking melting. He sent me a very tasteful nude last night, and I was, ugh. I, I told him today, I said, you were finding every fucking new kink, like the little corners I never knew existed. He's finding it, because uh, he had told me, he's like, FYI, I'm going to send you a nude. He's like, but I haven't trimmed my pubic hair or anything. I hope you're okay with that. Cool. And I told him, I said... You know, I mean, I don't care, whatever, right? I go, and this is true. I don't like just, I just don't like shaved, bald, like no hair at all. That's really weird to me. I don't like it. But like, yeah, if it's trimmed, I don't know. I just, whatever. And he send it and he has fucking just amazing, just 
a lot of pubic hair, not trimmed at all. And it was fucking sexy as fuck. Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm not going to lie, even a little turned on right now just talking about it. Uh, I'm like, oh wow. So I was actually, and I was talking to Sweet Michael about it and he's into wild, untamed bushes too. And it seems to be, I think, I'm wondering now if this is like, is this the new trend? You know, everything is cyclical. And, you know, for a while it was like completely shaved, which I never liked. And then it was, it's been trimmed, but I'm wondering if now we're going to start seeing an emergence of, uh, untrimmed bushes. Cause man, that's really, really sexy. I don't know, man. <laughs> I was loving it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, well, no, there you go. Right, right on time, actually. So I will see you guys in a few days. Uh, and until then, have a, an amazing week. Um, and uh, tell me if you guys like, let me know in the Discord or, or send me an email at jobatance.me. Did you guys like it when I have the friends on, friend of the show? All right, we'll see you next time on this Jobatance right here on Afterthought Media. Afterthought Media.